Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Monday morning, what, week five edition of the Ravens Roundtable. And I'm going to bring all my guests in and kind of, you know, let them introduce themselves or me introduce them. And we talk a little bit so you can see where to find their work, because I know that's been a topic of discussion while you know, we're doing the panel. Everybody's asking, where can you find them and, and do all that stuff? And I take the blame for that, but not saying that or letting them say that when they first come in, only doing it on the back end. Blame me for that, but we're gonna change it today. Uh, first off, we're gonna bring in um Hendo. What's up? Good evening, good afternoon, happy victory Monday. How you doing? Indeed, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We 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 took the game, we wanted at the end. Thank you for having me and being a part of this. I really do appreciate that, coach. Hey, no problem. Let let like I said, I I've I've messed up by not allowing you to say where your information and your stuff is when we first come on. So go please go ahead and do that now. You can find me. Every Sunday night at 7 p.m. on YouTube, Ravens Online on Gatekeepers, unless we have a game like we had last night, and then I'll go on probably right after the game. Also, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at rgatekeepers. That is, that is. Next, we're going to bring in normally the late guy, but he was on time <laughs> today. <laughs> Chris just joking. What up, Chris? What's going on, fellas? I'm um, glad to be back on, man. Um, excited to talk about the game, and uh, hopefully you guys are having a good one tonight. Again, let, let the people know where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris Just Joking, and uh, you can find a podcast at the Deep Cover Pod uh, that's hosted by uh, myself, Kerry Stevenson, and Michael Crawford. Cool, cool, cool. And, and last but not least for now, because we, we got a little reverse role. But we're going we to bring in our lunch break hot take crew, Jose and Brighton. What is going on, fellas? Happy up, Victory bro? Monday. <laughs> hey, hey, let them know where they can find you. Pretty much everybody knows, but we got to do this universally. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Well, of course, first you can find us here every every Monday doing the round, Ravens Roundtable for sure. Um, but we are the lunch break hot take. Just uh, go ahead and look for it for that. Um we do a live show every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT Show. And if you see my shirt right here, Ring Kings Podcast is, is our other uh, channel. That's a boxing uh, channel that we do with OTR Mike, who will join us later, hopefully. All right. Um, you can follow us there, uh, same places, at Ring Kings Pod. Pete, you got something or you just going to leave no, it there? No, 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 that's, that's it. <laughs> hey, look, Jose, Jose got it all. He, 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 got you, he, looks yes, he let you know that, that Mike may be coming later, so he, he just wrapped it on up so we can dive yeah. right in the right well, football. You. Thank you for having me, though. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad you guys come in. It's our, it's our weekly weekly roundtable. If you don't know if it's your first time here, we're just going to go through each position, kind of talk about it. Uh, sometime the comments will make their way into the discussion. Uh, if they do, that's fine, and we'll just kind of give our two cents on on what happens. And at the end, we'll talk about coaching, and we'll just wrap it up from there. Uh, let's start with, again, you know, like we always do, with QB play. Start with QB play. Um, B, I start with you. What would you think about Lamar's play uh, yesterday? Uh, not his best game, not his worst game. I think, you know, he had the the three really bad plays, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, the missed – 
the overthrown touchdowns and and the the interception that he was high on. Uh, the pass to Duvernay, I think, is a, a much much more difficult pass than a lot of people were were kind of uh, saying. Uh, the pass to Tylen Wallace, no excuse. He he should have hit that a hundred times out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I thought he played pretty well. Um, you know, especially considering you know no Rashad Bateman, and, and so you know it's kind of difficult to get guys open. Essentially, you know, they're, like they're not a lot of guys in Baltimore who are who are winning kind of one on one matchups and making themselves available and kind of bailing out Lamar, right? So I mean, outside of outside of those three plays, I thought he played pretty well. So overall. I would say, you know, maybe like a B minus. Gotcha. Jose? Yeah, I, I, I was a little harsher, man. Like, I, I gave him like a C plus. Um, yes, he he played pretty well outside those three plays, but those are big plays, man. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately uh, for him, he set the he set the bar high. So, you know, yes, the, the one play, you're absolutely right, B. Um, that's, a, that's a tough throw to make. And Again, like we don't have no superstars out there. Like then, you know, there's, there's no there's, there's no Tyreek Hill throwing, you know, getting under that 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 pass. So that's going to be a little bit harder to hit. But <clears throat> interception was a bad interception. The one to to Tyler Wallace is just, I mean, it's a different game with that. You know what I'm saying? There there's some yeah. things that at, at this point, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, right? That you know we we just have a high expectation for him, and I you know I want him to get that second that second MVP. So I need him to do a little bit better than that. But yeah, no, overall wasn't, I mean, no, not, not nowhere near his, his worst game and he came through clutching the end. So, I mean, that's what really matters. Sure did. Big time. Uh, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, what everybody else said, uh, you know, it, it was disappointing in some aspects, but then uh, the good thing to see was in crunch time when they needed him, all of that was forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like I, I think Kobe said it where he was like, you know, if I'm having a bad night, I'm not going to stop shooting. I'm going to keep shooting <laughs> and right. he's going to have he's not going to get down on himself. <clears throat> he's not going to be gun shy. And we saw that with Lamar in the fourth quarter. It's like something clicked. And once he stepped on the field for that last drive, it was, he had like this other kind of confidence in him where he knew he was going to go down, go mm-hmm. down the field. And, uh, you know, it was good to see him not have his best game, but be able to. Kind of just forget all of that and just you know go out there and get that W. Yeah, that, that was big time. That was big time. Hendo, um, I'm gonna give Lamar a C, I guess. Uh, while he did miss those throws and every quarterback misses throws, it, it kind of it, it changed the complexity of the game. Um, when he threw that interception, the momentum swung because I think if he hadn't thrown that interception, we'd have blew him out. Blew him out. Yep. But that's when the momentum swung. They got back in the game, but. And in some aspects and some points of the game, Lamar had some pinpoint throws. Like he made some throws on a dime. You like that's what I want to see. I think it's disappointing for us, especially like me and Jose, because we want to see him get that bag. We want to see him prove everybody wrong, mm-hmm. saying he's not this quarterback. But I do think it speaks volumes that he didn't want have one of his better games, and we still won against a division opponent. Yeah, yeah. From my point of view, I I have the same. I guess it's the same gripe with him as I always have, but that it's a, it's a more of on a, a philosophy thing, cause like on the play that he missed to Wallace, we had the first guy standing at the first down mark. My my, I don't know if 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 he is naturally a high to low reader, or Roman is teaching him to be high to low. But my philosophy is a little different. I feel like if you take what they give you. And once they come up and press you, you get your, you get those easier deep throws. 
but they don't see that out of their fakes and out of their play actions. They always looking for the home run first, and, and that's mm-hmm. just a you know um, philosophy thing. That, that could be their philosophy, and I, I just choose different. But they on a much higher level than me. So I just know on a couple of them throws that he missed on fourth down or even third downs, there were guys at the sticks that could have gotten first downs, but he chose to go for the deal ball. So I, I was I was told by some people that was at the game mm-hmm. that Tylen Wallace slowed down. Like when he threw it, he slowed down, and that's why the ball was so off because he stopped. He kind of started to stop, and then it was like, "Oh snap!" And mm-hmm. then tried to catch up to it. So, who knows? Could be, could be. And yeah. I and I've, I've I got the all twenty two, but I've only watched one dude so far, and um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, I, that's the only person I really well, I locked in on him, and so I hadn't really looked at it like I I, I think I need to. And it's not to do what y'all think about. <laughs> not to do what y'all think about. Uh, let's go to running back. It's not Queen. It's, I'm going to say it's not Queen. <laughs> um, running backs, running backs, running backs. Let's go to running back play. Uh, I'll start with you, uh, Hendo. Um, running back play. Listen, JK, he's still, I guess he's still being uh, nurtured back into the rotation. Mm-hmm. He's doing well. I just think that once he gets into a rhythm and he gets that full time, production that he's going to show what he can do even Kenyon drake surprised me he ran hard even though Mm -hmm. it may not show up in the stat sheets he ran hard and did his thing overall i mean i think they did okay i I thought we could have did better against the cincinnati defense but hey they did what they need to do to win right uh b yeah i'm i'm impressed every week with jk you know i think he's coming along well um you know he, he he's showing those things that make you believe that once he's back to, you know, relatively a hundred percent, you know, when he, once he's just back, that he's going to be a difference maker for the offense. Uh, but, you know, they, and I, and I agree with them taking it slow because I mean, you know, you, you all saw the, the injuries they had last year, the injuries, some of the injuries they're having this year, you don't want to take unnecessary risks. Uh, so I think, you know, he, he's doing a great job. Kenyon Drake. I mean, he was there also, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say that he he did anything particularly poorly himself, but I mean it just it just wasn't really a, a great night for him. Uh, so yeah, they they were they were all right. Uh, uh, Jose, I I thought they did pretty good. Just I, I wish I would have seen a little bit more. Right, mm-hmm. um, J.K. was tearing it up in that first half, but you know like the guy on pitch count, like and to B's point, you don't want to overuse him. Um, so you know it sucks, but I I thought from what we saw it, it was fine. I, I thought Kenyon Drake did okay. I think he had a couple of nice runs too. Um, you know we know he's not the uh, the same uh, player that Dobbins is, but overall I, I thought they did okay job. They didn't um, they obviously didn't didn't run um, as much as I would like to see them run, and that's mm-hmm. that's attributed to to just they don't want to use JK as much and they don't trust the other running backs nearly as much. So they're leaving it to Lamar to be the run game again. That part I don't like. But overall from what from from the runs I saw, I thought they did a pretty good job. Uh Chris. Yeah, I, I thought they did well too. Um it's you know like like B said, every week we we seeing like a new level unlocked with JK and we kind of see a little bit more burst, a little bit more wiggle, a little bit more balance. And uh you know this week was no different. Uh he, he looked very, very good running the ball. Um, I did kind of get a little bit frustrated in crunch time when, you know, it's the fourth quarter and it's the last drive and Kenyon Drake is in there and not J.K. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand you want to protect him, but, 
I mean, damn, it's the fourth quarter. You protect them in the second quarter. You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, you know, when the game is on the line, I would rather it in his hands than Kenyon Drake. But, you know, well, he, he did fumble. That is true. He did fumble. But it, um, even though saying that, I did think Kenyon Drake did well with his limited opportunities. You know, mm -hmm. he, he he didn't have any negative plays. So um, he, he did well with the – I think he had like three carries, three, four carries or something. Four, like four for 26. Yeah, so um, he he did well in the limited opportunities he hit opportunities he had. I, I just wish they had J.K. in there down the stretch. And as far as me with the running backs, I, I kind of agree with the the sentiment that you all said. Um, J.K. got his his pitch count out early, and it really was like I was like you, like why is Kenyon Drake in? And I kind of forgot the fact that J.K. ain't back, so to speak. Yeah. And um, but Drake didn't disappoint. He held on to the ball, got some tough yards. And there were some runs in there that Gus had – or not Gus, I'm sorry, that J.K. had that he didn't have any blocking at all Yeah, and made yeah. something out of some big runs, some some big – maybe I think maybe third down runs, something like that, where they were just pinching the line. And I don't I don't know who was missing the block, but somebody – he was getting hit in the backfield. Just I know exactly what you're talking forward. about. There was a series where they weren't, they weren't blocking the guy on the left side. Mm -hmm. On the left side. Well, well our right side. Our right He's side. He's crashing down. He kept on. It was like three plays in a row. Like he mm -hmm. wasn't getting blocked, and I was like, "You're not even chipping him." But the one time uh, he got in there, wrapped up J.K., he just shrugged him off, and he, he got some yards out of that. Right. So. He got he got tackled for a, like maybe like a one yard loss or like a no gain the play before. Then mm -hmm. it happened like you said the very next play, and he shook it off and got like six yards. Yeah. So you know that could have been scary, being that he's you know whatever his health number is, like whatever percentage. But he looked that play right there. Let let me know that he probably is ready for it, the whole thing right there. Yeah, mm -hmm. because that was that you know not seeing a guy coming, being being that was because it was a pretty good collision. He shook it mm -hmm. off and then got the best of the collision. So uh, to me, he probably is kind of where he needs or wants to be. Yeah. All right, anybody else want to go with the running backs? Oh, uh, we had a Mike Davis uh, sighting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Mike Davis had a great block on, uh, I think a jet sweep for yeah for uh, Duvernay. So do you want to talk about Duvernay running back because he had a couple plays back there? Or yeah, you just want to leave him for receiver. Hey, he looked good too. Hey, look, Duvernay we was just transition to it. We can transition to it. Let's start with Duvernay as far as you know the receivers. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, man, uh, Duvernay. Uh, they finally used him. Like they they finally used him in a way that Texas would use him. Mm -hmm. uh, back when he was in school. And uh, it was encouraging to see. You saw him getting outside and hitting that speed and getting him into space. That's what you want to do with a guy who's an all-pro as a returner. Get him in space, let him do what he does, get some blockers in front of him. And uh, I, I don't think it should take Rashad Bateman getting hurt for you to finally unlock that. And uh, I, I think we saw a bit of, of what he can do in that aspect of, of the run game. B? Yeah, uh, the, the Duvernay, I mean, again, you know, like I said with J.K., he's impressing every week and, and more every week, right? Like he's he's not getting a ton of touches, but he's maximizing the, the touches that he does get. Uh, the only thing that bothered me about Duvernay, uh, and I, I said it in our Discord like at the beginning of the game, I was like, yeah, wait until they get out of these scripted plays and then they just kind of go away from, from using <laughs> Duvernay like that for the rest of the game. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, he's, he's out there. He's – He's going for the jugular on every touch, uh, so they they really do need to to, you know, uh, make it a focus to get him involved every week. 
Yeah, and it, that, this game was the first game I've ever seen them make it like you said a focus to get him touches. Yeah, and and, 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 and a works. bunch of different ways. Yeah, Jose. Yeah, I was gonna add what B said, man. Like scheme up more plays for the man. Like he has shown that from the time he was drafted that he wants the ball in his hands and he wants to make something happen with it. And like B said, he maximizes the opportunities. And you know, we see on the other side uh, of the ball with, with the Cincinnati, they they trying to get the ball into Jamar Chase's hands. You know, he didn't do a whole lot with it last night. Thank goodness. But why are we doing that with Duvernay? Like, where are the screen passes for him? Right. right. Like we're doing everything else. Get the man the ball. Like every time he's touching the ball, it's positive yards, it seems like. So keep feeding the man. And it oh, hey, what's up, Mikey? <laughs> but also, also it 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 helps to get Mark Andrews open, right? Yep. Because when you keep feeding this man the ball and, and there's no answers for it, now you have to adjust to, to try to slow down this guy and Mark Andrews. I mean, at this point, if he's double teamed, that's a win. Right. right. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, like keep using them. Keep using them. Uh, Hendo. I mean, what is it? What else is there there to say? Um, I want to give credit to Greg Roman. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it was done out of necessity because it's no way you can line them dudes up and think that they're going to make plays. So but I, but you got to give him credit. He, he knew that they, they were deficient in the area and he schemed up the plays. And, you know, I've been a little bit skeptical on DuVernay. But listen, he's he's a baller. He's a gamer, and yep. he's doing whatever he needs to do out on that field to help us win. So, I think even once we get a full arsenal of people back, they need to start scheming up plays directly for him to get him more involved. Because early in games, he's missing. Then they'll finally say fourth quarter, "Oh yeah, we got him." And sometimes it's a little too late. But I, you know, dude's doing his thing. All right, uh, Chris, did I hit you already? You muted. You can you. Yeah, I went first. Okay, well, we, who I mean is other than Mike. Just Mike. Go ahead, Mike. We talking about wide receivers and tight. I mean, we really just talked about Duvernay because it really ain't no other wide receiver to talk about. We can talk about the wide receiver <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> Look, man, I, I'm. Uh, I kind of said it last week. You know, Duve Duve my number one. Or uh, you know, he yeah. he, he listen. I mean, all things considered, man, he he balling. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to get over the hill with the situation, but I think, man, he's he's showing up, and, and especially when they desperately need him, I'm impressed by his play. Um, you know, clutch plays, he's doing a little bit of everything, man. So, shout out to Duvernay, and then I, I mean, Mark Andrews. I think Mark Andrews this week, um, in the second half, like he showed, like you know what. If I'm gonna be this 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 elite guy, I gotta make some plays, no matter what they doing, no matter if right. they doubling me or whatever. So I think in the second half he kind of showed that too, um, and made some key some key uh, grabs there towards the end or down the stretch. Yeah, as far as Andrews, he just he just consistent man, and that's what that's what you that's what you get out of a, a superstar consistency. The super all the all the superstars in the league are consistent. And that's what Mark started doing, and we starting to see that last year technically wasn't a fluke. He didn't go; he didn't have a ton of yards. He was like eighty-eight for eighty-nine or something like that. But he's just consistent. He's consistently catching five to twelve balls a game. Uh, I can't recall drops yesterday. Did he? Did he? Because you know he had been dropping balls early in the game, but I can't recall I Mark he, dropping he, any balls. He almost dropped one, but I don't think he. 
Yeah, I don't think he had one. No. So he's just he's just a model of consistency. Um, we had a bunch of guys with one tack with one catch. My boy finally showed up in a game. Pro Pro J. That's one. Oh, that one. Um, uh, he had a drop too. I just want to point that out. Robinson. Did he? I, I thought it was a bad throw. I thought it was a bad throw. Did it hit his hands? It, it hit, hit his shoe string too. It hit his fingertips as he was bending forward. It, 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 hit, it hit his fingertips because he didn't want to go down and get it. I was told, <laughs> "Hey, just throw the ball his 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 area, his direction, and and he's going to catch it." And I mean, Most reliable hands. He had two hands on it. Just, but listen, just, uh. listen, we may we may never see this again in life. Prochet and Wallace had a catch in the same game. Right. <laughs> this may never happen right. again. Right. And likely had two. Listen, don't get me started yeah. on that dude. <laughs> one was a good. That was a good one. He almost scored on that one. That's it's definitely was the first down that we didn't give us. If he yeah. had, if it definitely he had, was the first down. If likely had four or six speed, he'd have scored. Yeah. Instead of that four, four seven, eight. just ain't gonna get it. That four eight ain't, ain't hit. <laughs> uh, Mike, since you kind of fell in on the back end, do you want to? What you want to say about Lamar and the running back play? That's what we covered while you were out. Man, Lamar. I mean, it wasn't pretty, right? But uh. Mm-hmm. You know, he he took over the game when we needed him to. That's that's what that's what superstars do. That's what the best player on the field does. So, um, I saw something earlier, man. That and I don't, I don't always agree with Colin Cowherd. Not I'm not much. Um, right. But he did say, you know, why can't Lamar win? Why can't he win ugly? Why mm-hmm. when he wins an ugly mm-hmm. game, it's oh he didn't play that well. You know what I mean? So, um, and I agree. You know it was ugly, but he did. He made plays when he had to make plays, and that's just what it was. We all know he missed two touchdowns on the same drive, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and he got to make that. Play, he got to make that play, and he. I know. I know he knows that. We mm-hmm. all know that he knows that. But other than that, eight down the stretch, made plays and 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 put it in the goats or put it on the goats' leg. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm okay with eight. You know, obviously we want to see him playing better, but he did what he had to do. Running backs. Yo, the running backs played okay. You know, I, I mean, I think we had two or three guys that was averaging over five a pop. You know, so if you can get that in a game, um, and and that's that's outside of Lamar. If you get that, that's a good day. You know what I mean? So J.K. looks solid. I mean, it looks like they still got him on the pitch count. Um, even even Drake. I think Drake was our leading rusher this week. Um, at the Lamar. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was. Um... Lamar, then JK. We had we had 155 total. And I think okay. Drake Drake only had 26, but I think all of his came on that last drive. I Lamar think. had 58. JK mm-hmm. had 44. Kenyon Drake 26. Mm-hmm. Duvernay 24. Okay. And I, I, if I'm not mistaken, all of Drake's came in that last drive when we need them. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so and that's after being healthy scratch. So right. Uh I think the I think the, the running back group played well. As a, as a whole as well. All right. Let's go to O-line play. Um, we'll, we'll start with the elephant in the room. Ronnie's back. I'll let you start with that, Mike. <sighs> Look, man, Ronnie, looked, he looked solid to me, all things considered. I was not feeling the rotation. I was not feeling <laughs> that at all. Um, it's looking like they, they want to consider, you know, continuing that. And, look, he, he – to me, I mean, look, if he's going to play, like, this is what we pay him the big bucks for. I know he's coming off an injury, but he had his time. Like, you, you got to let him, you know, get out there and see what he can do. So, 
I don't know if that I don't know if the pitch count on the O line is something that you know I I feel like with O linemen you either play them or you don't. You know right. what I mean? So wasn't feeling that. Um, I think as a group they played okay. Um, uh, Hendricks, you know he he kind of he was disruptive on the you know out there. But I, I mean even Morgan Moses, man, like mm-hmm. if y'all notice when he was pulling, like he he was he he was opening up. You know, and not and putting some dudes on their butt. So overall, they played well. Um, you know, eight. I don't know how many sacks. Was it one? Was it two for the it game? One. The only one. Yeah, Ooh, I'm, I'm cool with that one. because, yeah. like, you know, Trey Hendricks is supposed to be LT reincarnated. Right. So I'm cool right. with that. So I'll take that. I mean, you know, I'll take that one. They kept them clean, but they got to get rid of that rotation, man. Uh, hand up. Yeah, like Mike said, that rotation is garbage because when McCurry first came in, he was not doing well. And I guess it's, you know, coming cold off the bench might have had something to do with it. But listen, you pay Ronnie all that money, you need to let him play. But for me overall, they did they did a decent job. You know, they slowed down Hubbard, Hendrickson. They did they did what they needed to do, but they still need to pick it up. Uh Chris. Uh yeah, I like everybody said, man, that, that rotation is just dumb as hell. Like, they, they gave me a damn heart attack when I saw Ronnie go out after the first series. I was like, wait, hold on. Don't tell me he got hurt again. I thought he was hurt, too. Like, yeah. too. I did, too. <laughs> like, yo, announce that before the game so we don't collectively, you know, have heart attacks. Because, like, but, you know, but it, it's also dumb. I mean, like Hendo said, you know, Makari's coming off of an injury, too. So he's coming in cold after these pass rushers, you know, they, they got their juices going. And he's coming mm-hmm. in cold after uh, – What's he been uh, been away for? Two, three weeks now. Who? Makari. Makari. About that, yeah. So it's like he's coming in, and you kind of doing him a disservice as well. So let's cut all of that out. Let's just go, Ronnie. I understand you want to bring him along slowly, whatever the case is, whether it's him, the trainers, whatever. You know, let's just get that dude there. Let him get those snaps. And when he was in there, I mean, the run plays just look better. Pass plays look better. Everything just looked like it was way more in sync. And I, I think the you kind of see that stability take over on the O-line when he's in there. And it, it just looks way more solid. And, uh, I mean, even, you know, a lot of people hate him. Ben Powers is looking all right. You know, he's looking <laughs> all right. You know, he, he's he's not getting his ass handed to him like he used to. So, yeah. um, even even he he's raised his level of play a little bit. So, um I've been happy with the offensive line and, uh, you know, compare this to last year where Hendrickson and um, the other white dude, I forgot his name, um, Hubbard. Hubbard, Hubbard. Man, they were giving the the Ravens tackles nightmares last year. So, um, you know, they they did a bang-up job in my opinion. (laughs) I saw that comic, Coach. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, y'all, wow. <laughs> T.O., you wild. You wild for that. You wild for that. But you know what? For what Villanueva did last year, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> for what Villanueva did, I agree with you because Villanueva was uh, trash nothing. truck juice. Terrible. Uh, okay, I lost my Mike, you up? Uh, did you go yet? Nah, yeah, I went. Jose, you been? Uh, no, I, I, I was going to say, look, I think Sam Hubbard was, was the guy that kept on getting in on, on those like three consecutive plays. Yeah, I, it was Hubbard. I said Hendricks, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was Hubbard. Now, I, I don't necessarily want to blame the O line because it looked like 
whatever play they're drawing up, they weren't supposed to hit them. I I, I don't know. Like, do you, you know what plays I'm talking about? It was like it was like two I three remember, in a row. I remember. I, I'm thinking he was a read man, and he just said F it and went yeah. to the mesh okay. point. Yeah, yeah. It was like two or three plays in a row. I was like, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't just the right side. Like the running back didn't chip block him either. It's just like you're just gonna let him go just straight, straight at Lamar. Yeah, <laughs> straight to the ball. But yeah, overall. Yeah, not 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 much to uh complain about. Ronnie looked healthy. I'm happy about that. I'm fine with the pitch count. Um, I'm fine with pitch count with all these guys, man. I need them healthy at the end of the year. That's when you know, we need them. I'm so. fine with the pitch count, knowing that there is a pitch count now. I'm like yes. Chris, like Chris said, when he first went out, I'm like, what the what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> now that I know it's a pitch count, I'm cool with it. Hendo, you you been on O line yet? Yes, sir. But what see what made it worse with, with uh Stanley was him looking pissed on the bench. Yeah, he had, yeah. he had he had that I'm I'm injured look like not again. I'm looking like oh my god. Yeah. yeah, but he was just mad that they took him out the game. Gotcha. B, you 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 spoke your piece on O line. Oh uh, no, uh, I thought they played pretty well. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by the O line. Um, you know, I'm not a I'm I'm gonna disagree a bit on the the rotation. It's not ideal, right? I mean, Macari's not Ronnie Stanley, and Ronnie Stanley was looking good, but you know the 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 money doesn't matter. It's if he's ready to go and play a full game and you know, you want to get him out there and see where he's at. Um, just throwing him out there and saying, Hey, you're the left tackle is why he didn't play last year. Right. You know, they, they put him out too early. He got hurt in the first game and you know, now he's just coming back. So I, I get the, the, you know, the cautious approach. Um, could probably stop with that now. I don't want to see Macari anymore. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, I thought I thought they played much better than they have in in recent weeks. Uh, you know, Lamar had time for the most part. You know, we saw the the run game get going. Yes. Um, so it was it was a, a really good performance and against a, a good a good solid defense too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that we ain't just saying he messed up, he messed up, he gave these sacks up. He what was he doing is to me a plus. That's a plus. Yeah. Like we headed in the right direction because we know we solid at right, right guard. Uh, Moses is doing what he needs to do at right tackle. Um, maybe by in another three or four weeks we won't have a rotation at left tackle and we'll be solid there. And like Chris said, Powers is holding it down. But I think it's because they just letting them play. They letting them get continuity with with Linderbaum and with mm-hmm. it really ain't getting no continuity on his left because they keep switching people in and out. But be him and Linderbaum being able to work together, and he just he's looks he looks better every week. And I haven't, like I said, went into detail on how he played this week, but he looks when watching the game with the naked eye, he looks like he's more he's more comfortable up there playing. Yeah, like remember that, like maybe the first the Dolphins game, he pulled right into his own person. We we're not seeing stuff like that right yeah. now. So yeah. it's like he's doing what he needs to do, and he understands what he needs to do, and he's actually executing. Whatever the plays is, so I'm I'm cool with O line. Any any offensive before we jump on the defensive side? No, I'm nope. good. Okay, cool. We got one question. We'll we'll do that. Say so, what's good, fellas? Question: Do y'all think more wide receivers will want to come to Baltimore now that passing is our focus? First off, who said passing was the focus? Focus. <laughs> but <laughs> I let you start with that, Hendo. Oh man. Um... Do I think they want more wide receivers? No, I don't think anything has changed. I think we're passing out of necessity and we're just finding our groove 
running the ball. So mm-hmm. first few weeks we had we had to throw because the offensive line just wasn't getting any push. I don't think that that's going to change the perception as long as Greg Roman is the offensive coordinator. I don't think it's going to change the perception as long as Jonathan Harbaugh is our head coach. But, hey, you never know. One dude might be like, before I retire, I want to play with Lamar, and that might be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris? Uh, yeah, I mean, once they trade for DJ Moore, yes, we're gonna have a, a <laughs> wide receiver. <laughs> but but will he want to come here? Hey, he's going. It's better than being in Carolina. Lamar or Baker? Uh, I don't know. B, B, you gotta go next, man. You gotta go <laughs> next, man. B. I mean, I, last I checked, Carolina been in the Super Bowl more recently, right? Well, that hey. Yeah. Not not yeah. not anytime soon. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen. Wait, man, Greg running your offense. Twenty fifteen, they went with with Cam, right? Yeah, okay. but I mean, we we can say the exact same thing about Baltimore with Greg Roman running it. Y'all ain't going nowhere come playoff time. Hey, they go right? further than the Panthers. That's for I, I, sure. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing, Devin Duvernay. He ain't he ain't gonna get this praise when it come when it's January. Right, <laughs> when you, you're playing playoff that's defense. That's why we need DJ Moore. <laughs> that, 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 little, that little 50 yards ain't gonna cut it. You're gonna be like, man, why can't he do more? Right. But, yeah. listen, but you, you're all right, though. You're all but, right. Yeah, DJ Moore's not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> you hope they're not. They're, no, I mean, they're not gonna trade him right after they sign him to an extension. But it doesn't matter if wide receivers want to come to Baltimore or not. Go and trade for somebody, make him come. Mm-hmm. They, they could have done that multiple times Thanks. over the last you, you few said that years. Before. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, look, as long as the money is right, players will play wherever they are. Mm-hmm. It does, Debo Samuel, I believe Jose was talking about last week. Debo Samuel didn't want to be in San Francisco. They paid him his money. He is the happiest 49er you will ever <laughs> <Yes>. see. <laughs> right? So did, just did go Rope get some. Because I know he uh, wanted out of no. Chicago. Did I don't think paid? he did. Not yet. They told that man, you're going to sit right here and be miserable with the rest of us. And he was like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, ain't, ain't nobody trading for linebackers like that. So, all right. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I think they just – there's been there's been plenty of opportunity. They need to go out and just make it happen, and the receivers will be fine. This for you, B. I think this is a super <laughs> chat for you. Thank you, man. <laughs> I know it ain't Wednesday Appreciate before you. I didn't have a celebrity shot on me. Matt Rule is gone. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who I missed on the receiver question? Mike, you went yet? Nah. I mean, I, you know – I, I I truly think wide receivers want to play with Lamar, right? I, I, I don't think, you know, I think that's the narrative. Like, oh, they, they might not want to play with him because he's – I don't think that's the question at all. I think if you listen to how they all talk about Lamar, they all say he's a baller and he can do whatever. He can make all the throws. He He's he's X, Y, and Z. So I agree with B, though. Like, you got to – I mean, why wait? Go and get somebody. Go go and get a guy. Send send some picks. Whatever you got to do, man. Get somebody. Bring them in here, and let them fit in. You know, and 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 that's how it should have been done. They could have, like B said, they could have done it multiple times with multiple players. They haven't. I think it just all comes down to the money, right? If they're willing to spend the money, and it doesn't look like I don't know if y'all caught what Chris Collinsworth said in the in the broadcast. He say? said. He said the Ravens have spent the least amount of money on the wide receiver position than any yeah. other team. Mm-hmm. And I was glad that he said it because, you know, we got a fan base who tend to believe that that's not the case, yeah. right? But <laughs> that is obviously the case, and I pointed out last week that the common denominator and all those names they could have traded for was that they were up for contract extensions. Mm-hmm. 
and they did not they didn't want to fork out that type of money. So we are where we are. But yeah, I think wide receivers would want to play here. I think they want to play with Lamar. You know, you know what's funny? Um, real quick, I just I was thinking earlier today. I was like, have the Ravens ever extended a wide receiver? Chris, they didn't Moore. extend Chris Moore. The only one. He got a one year deal, right? Yep. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they didn't extend. They didn't <laughs> sign Tory. Nope. Damn sure didn't sign Bashad Perriman. <laughs> no. Why would they? Yeah. So it's, they've <laughs> never done that. It traded away Hollywood before he could even get to the contract. Yep. Yep. Sounds like it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, on you, Zay. No, nah, I mean, look, it, it's it's not about whether wide receivers want to play here or not. That's just a narrative that people put out there, right? Um, but that's that's not the case. It's it's it all comes down to money. And like what you guys have alluded to, uh, we don't like to pay wide receivers, right? That's the reason. It has nothing to do with Lamar, it has nothing to do with the play style, it has everything to do with you just don't value wide receivers here. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get, you know, that you know, high, high caliber wide receivers playing on a on a bargain deal. Like we keep trying to get, and it's not even just wide receivers. If, we, if we're being real about it, that's just a narrative we put out there. It's True. it's everybody, right? We don't want to get we don't want to get top end edge rushers either. That you know we don't want to pay them the value. We don't want to get top tier D tackles or, or or even corners, right? Because we were supposed to get. Um, uh, what's his name over in with the Rams? Uh, Jalen Ramsey. We're supposed to get Ramsey, mm-hmm. but we didn't want to give up the picks and we didn't want to pay the money. Uh, Peters was the cheaper option, All right? <laughs> we don't want to pay top dollar for top tier players, so that's the that's the real issue. So every time we're looking at wide receivers or who can come here, yeah, they will they will gladly come, but they gotta be paid. Right. Um, and we just not about that. They some bargain shopping folks, bro. The they thing are. is, they 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 don't want to pay people. But I think about this extravagant light show and production that they put on in the stadium. Yeah. You'll spend yeah. money there, which is fine. I'm cool with it. And it's probably even better to see in person. It's dope. But, <laughs> it's, you want to invest in what's on the grass and not what's in the stands as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's what it is. Let's see what we got from Marco. Marco said, what's good, fam? Front office preaches draft capital and finding great value. Yeah, EDC can't seem to hit on the most of his picks, including wide receivers. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Let's go to the defensive side. Appreciate the five, Marco G. Always uh, contributing to the channel. Uh, Let's start with – let's see what we want to start with. D-line play. And I got a super chat about that. I'm going to try to find while we start with it. Um, Hendo, start with D-line play. Are we considering JPP a part of the D-line? Um. yeah, we can. Yeah, because okay. mm-hmm. the super chat deals with JPP, so that's what I'm gonna try to find it. Yeah, so we can start with him. Okay, well, if you if we're if we're including JPP, I think it was above average. Because listen, for a man that's been here for two weeks and is still not in football shape, he was everywhere. He got a sack. He was batting down balls. Even even Calais Campbell got in on the action, and yeah. I heard because they put him on the outside instead of having him on the inside mm-hmm. rushing, that kind of made a difference. Um, I think they did a decent job. I'm not overwhelmed by them. I'm not impressed by the defensive line. I still think that we need to make some moves in the, um, in the upcoming weeks because let's be real about this. From week one to now, we've been playing bad or injured offensive lines, and we're still not wrecking shop. We're still not we're still not imposing our will on these teams. So what's going to happen when we get to these healthy teams or when we get to the playoffs? 
this defensive line is just not cutting it. But as for the game yesterday, I think they did a solid job. Yeah. I think the only one that's flashing to me consistently is um, Matabike. If, yeah. if, if it depends yeah. on what we consider JPP, but as far as all five games, right. I think the most consistent one is Matabike. But the problem is, just like under Wink, he starts to get rolling. They take him out the game. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. He starts wrecking shop, making plays. All right, bro, come sit on the bench for about a series. Of two. My thing is, he young. Don't take him out till you tap out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once he tap out, then you roll somebody else in there because the drop off is huge from him to the next guy. But they'll run Calais Campbell in the ground, and then wonder why these old vets are getting injured because yeah. they're playing them too many snaps. Yeah. Uh, B. Yeah, I thought they were all right. I thought just. I, I think they're. I don't really think about JPP as part of the D line, but I thought he had a really a really nice night. You know, I thought I thought yes. he played really well. Uh, the D line, not not so much. I mean, they were okay. Uh, Cincinnati was able to run. I think they just they just didn't do it as much as they as they probably should have in, in such a close game, a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nice to see a, a Brent Urban sighting. He had a, a <laughs> knocked down a pass out. That was nice, but. Outside of that, you know, th- nobody, nobody really stood out to me uh, on this D line in, in this game. Uh, Mike, yeah, B said exactly what I was going to say. Uh, I, I think Cincinnati got away from the run. Uh, if they'd have stayed with it, we'd have been looking a little. Uh, we, I think it'd have been a little more of a different conversation. Um, I, I, I didn't, you know, it could be me. I didn't really see Matter BK yesterday. I, was he? Is he hurt or? They just take him out. Yeah. I mean, I saw a lot of Travis Jones, my boy Travis Jones out there looking lost, but you know, I think he'll get it. Who? Who? <laughs> the, the, the pressure savior? The sack <laughs> guy? Hey man, like and I and I don't I don't like <laughs> I do not like them putting um Campbell on the outside. I don't, I don't either. I, I don't do not either. like that. Um, I think our issue is I think I think teams are running right up the gut on us and they're gashing us. Um, so I don't, I, I really, I, I'm not feeling that. I think he'll be better there, but I mean, everything be said, I, I wasn't really impressed by the group. I mean, if we include in JPP, it's a salute to that brother, um, for not, for not having an off season and coming in <laughs> and he playing 90% of the plays, like you got to salute that cat for right. that. But other than that, nah, we, we, that, that is a, that's a group right there that, Scares me. We got we got Saquon coming up. Mm-hmm. We got Fournette coming up after that, or soon mm-hmm. after that. We got them boys in Cleveland coming up after that. Yeah. So did uh, you see what Nick Chubb did to Khalil Matt? Yeah. 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 So so I'm I'm, I'm concerned yeah. with this 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 group of running backs we got coming up soon. So. Uh, free Wi-Fi says something. He says, uh, think subs would give us a few weeks of his time. <laughs> no, but I, somebody on here, didn't they say Suggs is like Man, Suggs lost is, a bunch of weight? Suggs yeah. is like 205 pounds. <laughs> he ain't coming back no he's time done. soon. He's yeah. done. He's, listen, he's in a broadcasting. He's doing He's doing the show circuit. He's not playing anymore. He he's probably runs. doing like um, – uh, well, I left go off for a long time. Yonder, yonder. As soon as Yonder yeah. quit playing, he lost all that weight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. As soon as he quit playing, so we'll, we'll score the outside linebackers and outside linebackers. We, we put them all in there. You know, if you want to still talk about JPP, we can, but not really. Oh, oh, Oway, Queen, Malik, Bynes. 
Uh, really, though, that set of four guys right there, because that's really who played the position. Um, Queen played okay from what I saw. I ain't, I ain't, you know, he finally caught an interception. I don't know if he played good. I don't know if he played bad. So I ain't no hill for me to stand on right now like I did last time, because I had, last time I had already watched it and kind of had ideas. So I don't really know, like, what he did. But I was happy he got the interception. I was excited about that. Um, I did see more of an effort out of Oway. I, I kind of saw what some people were talking about because there were a, a lot of times I felt like he could have been held. I mean, he was held and it could have been called. Yeah. But his effort, his motor, and he already got a high motor, but it looks like he just was doing more. It's just well, he wasn't getting the benefit of the calls this game. So I think he, he he's his production on paper is not there yet, but it looks like it could be already, you know, ready to fire up. And I think that's just a reflection on JPP too, because you're going to have to start, a, you know, game planning and counting for what he's doing on the other side. And that should allow all the way to eat, especially if we can get anything in the middle. Chris? Yeah, man, I agree with the holding stuff. Um, you know, there were a few times where, you know, the dude just, the offensive lineman just had his arms around his waist. Like, you know, they were and doing ballroom dancing. And, <laughs> You know, you got to you kind of got to do the vet thing and, you know, flail your hands up and, you know, make it obvious. You know, you, you yeah. can't just be like, I'm being held. What's up? You know, you got you got to be extra with it. And uh, I think that just comes with time. Uh, it's learning those little tricks of the trade. But, um, you know, I, I thought he played well. I, he was doing a lot of the dirty work yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, knifing in, open up, opening up things for other people. Um, and then JPP, you know, like like Hendo and B said, man, he was. He was balling, and uh, it's much more than what I expected for a dude who, you know, didn't have a training camp, who's coming off of a uh, major injury uh, to his shoulder. I, I He's been, you know, playing really, really well compared to what I expected. So hats off to him. Um, Uncle Bynes had a, had a sack yesterday, came through, <laughs> knife in through the middle. Yeah, yeah. so shout out to him. Uh, PQ got that pick. I was surprised he caught it, so shout out to him for catching it. Um and, uh, you know, I, I, I thought they, they played fairly well. It wasn't like a, a dominating game or anything like that, but they didn't do anything to, to lose the game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Jose? Hey, shout out to Uncle Bonds with that <laughs> hit. I haven't seen a hit like that from the Ravens. It seems like years. When's mm-hmm. the last time we've seen a hit like that? Been a minute. Been a minute. It's been, been a, a minute. minute. So um, I, was, I was all hyped up about that. But I, I do think the last one was Queen. He shot a gap on somebody and made a tackle in the backfield. That was against yeah, uh, Washington at the goal line, I believe. That was they tried. They tried. They tried to jump. The, he tried. To, he tried to jump the piles across the goal line, and Queen met him mm-hmm. and brought them back. I, I think that was the last one. I know what you're talking about. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and give uh, Patrick Queen some props, right? Because it's about making plays. We talked about that last week, right? Um, they missed a couple of tackles yes- yeah. yesterday. Yeah, he did, but they weren't. Um, they didn't affect the game. But that interception <laughs> came at the right time. Lamar yeah. just overthrew, uh, he overthrew Wallace. You know, uh, it was a shift of momentum, and he got the ball right back. Those are the type of plays that we need him to make. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, look, he may not play the perfect game, but making plays when we need you to make plays—that's what it's about, right there. Um, yeah, that, that was that was that was the whole argument against me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He did right on ninety percent of his plays. But he messed up on the three most important ones. Yes. So this could yeah. be the exact opposite. He might have yes. messed up on 40, 50% of his plays, but he made a big one to help, you know, 
change change the game, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah, Oway, you know, Chris's point. Yeah, he he got held. I, I saw at least two times he got held. One, I, I thought he, I saw him get held by like two people. They just kind of they weren't even blocking, they were just holding them. Um it, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things you got you gotta try to get the rest attention. But um he yeah, he's putting in that effort. All of the linebackers, I need to see them tackle better. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I need to see them tackle better. Like the the run game got going. I, I think they weren't as focused on on the run because I, I think they knew Cincinnati is gonna want to air it out and they just weren't gonna allow that to happen. Um but these teams we, we coming did, up. We did play a lot of too high too. Yes. Makes it a lot easier for them to, to run out. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a change in the next couple of weeks with the Giants. You know, you got the Browns coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh those teams were not as worried about <clears> their <throat> passing game, so they're gonna be more fo- focused on the run. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be on the linebackers. They're going to have to wrap up, man. I see a lot of arm tackling out there from everybody. I do not like that. Right. So they got to clean that up. Yeah, because Saquon's going to, going to test their tackling yes. um, this week. Uh, yeah. Mike, you been yet? Nah. Um, everything y'all saying, man, Uncle Bonds, man. You know, Uncle Bonds, is, he making plays at the right time, man. And I, so you got to give, got to get that to him. Um, I thought Oway looked strong early. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think he kind of faded later on in the game, but I think he didn't play bad. Um, yeah, we already talked about JPP, um, Queen. You know, listen, like Jose said, it's about making plays. I, I think if you you got to give him props on, and you know, dropping back and reading that play, mm-hmm. um, to get back there to pick it off. So you know, he he, he on the whole play itself, man, you gotta you gotta give him. It, it even looked like, even though it almost looked like he still bobbled it or almost caught brick he hands did, again, he did, he did. but but he held on, you know, so yeah. we'll take it, you know, but I, I think he, he played solid. Uh, I think he led the team in tackles and stuff like that. So, I mean, linebackers, Queen, you know, again, we talked about it last week. It's about consistency with him. Um, now, one of the things, right, that we tend to leave out, and I think, Coach, you might have touched on this in, in your breakdown. You know, one of the things that people are tend they tend to leave out with Queen and talking to him is the last three weeks. Yeah, we focused on him dropping the interceptions, but not so much focusing on him putting himself in those positions to be there. Yeah, and that is something that you know, you, you obviously he's got to see these things. He's got in the past react. he wouldn't even been in position to make them. Right, right. So he's he is making the right read and reaction. It's just that he's got to catch the ball and make the play. And he did it this week. We did get to see that. So yeah, man, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still iffy on this group, but you know, they, they, they were solid this week. We gotta, we gotta clean up that tackling. Like Jose said. All right. Uh, Hendo, you went on LBJ. Oh, um, listen, uncle Bonds. I thought he was, I thought he was going to set the tone early. Mm-hmm. Like when he had that sack, I'm like, okay, this was kind of day it's going to be. It kind of tailored off in there. But listen, Josh Bonds, he 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 plays his heart out. And that's why I like him. He physically may not be all the way there, but he actually gives his all. Um, as Malik Harrison, I think he had a couple of nice stops in there. I had, I had high hopes for him coming into the season. I think he could play better, but I think that the more he's out on the field, the better he may become down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Now, the OA situation – yeah, they may have been holding them, but it's no excuse. They hold a lot of defensive ends outside linebackers. You need to either find a way to get the rest attention or yep. you need to find a way to make plays. But one yep. thing I will say about Owe is they play him too much. Being that he's the only outside linebacker threat, 
aside mm-hmm. from JPP now, they play him too much throughout the game. I know, I know, uh, what is it? Uh, Thibodeau likes to run his young guns into the ground, mm-hmm. and that's what we're kind of doing with mm-hmm. Oway. They need to give him a break, like, they need to give him some rest. And yeah, but I, I, I was, I, I would agree with you, but the little bit that I saw Copeland play yesterday, I don't think we can afford to have him out there. <laughs> but, but, coach, this is how our players keep getting injured. Yeah, I agree. I was. I agree with you. We just we got to try to hold on till. But listen, listen. Copeland Copeland was another scrapyard pickup that supposedly was come save the team. Yeah, well, I, at least I can say that that wasn't me. I ain't say that one. That, that one ain't on me. <laughs> yeah, I can at least say that one. <laughs> and 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 last but not least, we have Patrick Queen. Listen, dude got ran over a couple times, and I'm just like. Here we go. But he made key plays, Hendo. Can I finish? (laughs) 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 But regardless of all that went on, when Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati was actually about to go take the lead. And he stepped up and he made that interception. Like he kind of he kind of took the momentum back from Cincinnati. And instead of being up three, we were able to kick the field goal and go up six. So like we said last week, it's not about what you did wrong and what you did right. It's about when and what the mm-hmm. stakes were at the time. And I think mm-hmm. when we needed him the most, he actually stepped up and played big. So all props to him because if he had dropped the third interception, I think that would have messed with his psyche. Mm-hmm. I think that would have kind of messed him up, and he'd got the kind of, he'd kind of got the yips. Yeah. But listen, he get rid of them. Like Mike said, hey Mike, when I say he bobbled it. <laughs> he was like playing he with it. It like hey, somebody, somebody sent a tweet out. Breaking news: Hendo likes Patrick Queen. <laughs> <laughs> look, look like he tried to catch it like this. I don't know. How to... <laughs> right, you know. Oh, listen, and, oh, I'm sorry. Listen, I have to apologize. I don't see it in the comments, but I, I have to apologize. Oa, I take back everything I said about Oa. I promise Yolanda, I would give him one more week. <laughs> before I say anything about him, she told me give him to the Giants game mm-hmm. before I pass judgment on this young man. <laughs> right. uh, think about this: um, we all, everybody, we know who Derek Jeter is, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And we know Chris, you're a New Yorker. What's his nickname? Captain. The other nickname, uh, Mister November, October, October. So, so all that stuff he did, he do from March to September. Is okay, but like Hendo said, or, or I think Jose might have said, it's when you do it. We yeah. know Derek Jeter for making plays in October when you when the Yankees were going on those runs. So mm-hmm. I, I can I can kind of agree with the the Queen. I'm kind of coming around to the fact that he has to be where he's supposed to be 90 percent of the time, but still make those crucial plays too. And the fact that the ultimate hater even went on Twitter and broke down the play and gave him props. You know, that's a little something, even though I don't really care about Bob Bernard Pollard. But the fact mm-hmm. that he just he basically gave him his props. You know, he explained the play by him having a big gap responsibility first. How he took his run read, realized it wasn't a run read, and, and sunk into his area and just sunk right under the pads. Um, but that's where the speed helped him. Because a lot of times the speed hurt him when it would tackle him. But in that cases like that, the speed helps him. He just got to find balance on it. But our Paulo is rarely in in the right place who he needed to be. That's why I say that. <laughs> and he did not have the speed to be there at all. <laughs> he so could hit. That, he I give him that. He could hit. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen. Did, did Steven I miss Ridley. anybody on, on LBs? Is that, was that everybody? Did you get it, uh, bro? bro? No. Uh, Go ahead, B. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to add there. Uh, I pretty much agree with, 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 with what most of y'all are saying. Uh, particularly with Hendo on Owe, I don't care that he's being held. Every pass rusher gets held all mm-hmm. the time. You 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 have to deal with it. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna call it. Parsons Parsons is getting held a lot and still and, and, and leading the league in pressures. Mm-hmm. You know and sacks. Um, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure, but I know he's leading the league in pressures. They said he had nine pressures uh, just this week. Right? <laughs> with uh, a hurt growing. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Queen, this is what we always talk about on defense. It's not – you're not going to be able to shut down top offenses. Uh, and I saw the comment that you put up there. Cincinnati's not a top offense right now. They're averaging 21 points a game. That's oh, I just was clicking. I'm sorry. No, 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 that no, was no – yeah, I was just clicking. Yeah, but uh, no, just responding to them. I mean, let's calm down on the on the juggernaut of Cincinnati right now. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I, think they'll, I think they'll get back there, but they're, they're not that right now. Uh, but you have to be able to make timely plays. Mm-hmm. And that's what you take defenders in the first round for. And yep. Patrick Queen, you know, Samaj P. Ryan aside, uh, <laughs> that, that's what that's what he did, right? Because because yeah, listen, it's funny. It's funny watching Patrick Queen get run over by P. Ryan. I could watch that all day. I but who's but who's Samaj P. Ryan? Right? He had 17 yards rushing. It doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and P. Ryan is never going to beat you, but Joe Burrow will. Yeah. You know. Uh, and so being able to get in that position and, and get that interception and kind of swing things back in Baltimore's favor is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think them not being patient, their their ego, and when I say there, I'm talking about the Bengals, their ego mm-hmm. allowed us to win the game. Because they could have handed that ball off Joe Mixon all night. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I think they're, they've got a little bit of that Kansas City uh, disease mm. from last year where they, they're just saying, hey, you know, what? we're going to do what we want to do because we've got these guys and you can't stop us and everybody's stopping you. But you're saying we're still going to do it because, you know, we're, we're them. Right? right. And once you once you kind of break out of that and say, we're just going to take what the defense gives us, everything else will open up and they'll be back to embarrassing secondaries. But, you know, it's not. But you know, right credit now. to McDonald for understanding that. Hey, this team—they're not going to commit to the run, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they're not going to—they're not going to let Jamar Chase go off. Eventually, they're going to—they're going to try to to get him going. Burrow going to try to get it going, and they're not going to commit to the run. And and they were and, and they caught it. Yeah, and, and you know, shout out to um, Chris Sims before the game. He said that he said that he felt like the the how simple that the Bengals' offense is will play into the Ravens' hands. And he was 100% correct. You know, you, you run a Philly special when you got a, a bull horse, a, a, a horse back there that you can hand it to. Right. You run a Philly special and look what happened. So, yeah, they're getting cute, man. And they yeah. and, um, and that, that hot seat over there getting there because uh, it's a lot of talent for him over there not to be capitalizing on mm-hmm. that. They got twice the talent. We got the skill positions and we're in front of them. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, our offense looks better than them right now, and that's tough mm-hmm. to say. Um, mm-hmm. Last but not least, the DBs. Well, we got coaching after that, but the DBs. <clears throat> Let's talk about the DBs. Um, Jose, you go first. Man, look, that, that I think this is probably our strongest unit. Look, I, I don't have anything bad to say about the defense as a whole. We gave up 17 points, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, Marcus Peters for not practicing – uh all week he was ready to go what? he was ready to go and he said give me jamar chase he said i hear all the talking y'all was doing when i was out now daddy's home 
right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Daddy's home. 50 yards. What do, do the gritty now? What's what's up right. now? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, him and and uh and Humphreys, um they they both they I mean they held it down. Mm-hmm. Um like, yes, they got a lot of the, the the one thing you could say is they got a lot of holding and pass interference, but actually, um, what I was telling B is that's how you have to play in today's NFL, right? Like the, the game is catered to the offense. They mm-hmm. want to see scoring. They want to see passing. They're going to throw the flag. But if you commit to what you're doing and not worried about holding calls and passing interference calls, you keep doing what you're doing. They're not going to keep throwing uh, flags. And yeah. um, and Hayden Hurst found that out because we did because Chuck Clark did hold him at, at that goal line. But he just got a call. We're like, you know, and they're like, yeah, we're not giving you two. We're not giving you two flags in a row. That, that ain't right. going to happen. Um, stick to what you do. Frustrate them mm-hmm. and um, make it ugly for them. And, and that's what they did. So, I mean, I give this unit an A. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Agree with you on that. Hendo? Um, I give this unit an A as well. Um, I am. I can say I'm one of those people that are thoroughly impressed with uh, Marlon Humphreys. I've said it before, 2018, signed a big contract after that season. Oh, after 20, I'm sorry, 2019 season, signed that contract. He's been downhill, but he's been he's been lights on ever since. Um, him and Peters, listen, Peters is my guy because I think Marcus Peters is one of the only, is one of the few Ravens that I think still plays like a Raven, has that Raven attitude, has that chip on his shoulder. Hey, they took Jamal Chase and shut him down. Now, I will say they were helped with the fact that T. Higgins didn't play for like mm-hmm. three quarters. So that helped yep. him. But when it came to one-on-one matchups with Marlon and Jamar Chase, he redeemed himself for that 200-yard game that he gave up. Yep. He said, look, y'all not going to talk about me again. And I just think that everything being said, the defense played well. I'm, I'm frustrated that uh, Marcus Williams got injured. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it seems like every time we start – to get going we start to get on track something else takes us out but the one thing that i want to point out is why did geno stone come in and take his place and not kyle hamilton this generational talent i saw Kyle hamilton uh in there he was in there but yeah but geno played a lot more yeah yeah he played a lot more but oh, and, and, and i i asked myself that question hendo and what i came up with is they want to keep hamilton in whatever package they have for him hmm. so it's easier to put stone in in Williams' place, and let Hamilton kind of stay in whatever small packages they have for him. Like, because I'm sure those packages, he probably got limited roles. So, so you, you stick him back there as the straight free safety that expands, and I, I, I think all six, six of us can say he probably ain't ready for that expansion. So what yet. you're telling me, Coach, is it's easier to put the seventh round pick in and have him play safety than it is the top fifteen generational talent pick. Because you got to protect different positions. Protect your pick. Different yeah. positions too. Pick. Different yeah. positions too. But but. Micah Parsons is a linebacker, but he can play defensive end. He can play linebacker. But linebacker. Micah Parsons will tell you what he said j- during his draft process is he's a natural pass rusher. And mm-hmm. at Penn State, they made him play linebacker out of need, not because yep. he wanted to. But he's, he always said he's a natural pass rusher. But he had, he had, he had, he had, I bet like Kyle he, would be very complimentary about his own skills as well. Right. So, I mean, we, we should ask him and see if he wants to, wants to you know. But regardless, regardless of what he did or how they put him, he plays well at multiple positions mm-hmm. because he's a real generational talent. Right. Kyle Hamilton is not generational. 
Don't, but, don't, don't agree with him, though. This is all stemming back to the fact that Kyle Hamilton embarrassed FSU. He cannot get over <laughs> So, what really? you say? So, we still going to that one play? We're still going to that one play. So, Hendo, you're a Florida State fan? I love Florida State. Charlie Ward, I go, listen. As a matter of fact, back. I'll tell you a little, little, quick little story. Uh, I met his dad at the high school that he went to. Didn't even know I was coaching baseball. Mm-hmm. And I had a, I'm Omega. So I'm bagging out of the parking lot and this guy in a golf cart pulls up. And so we start talking on mega stuff. And he was like, so we go to exchange names and he tell me he's Charlie Ward senior. I'm like, Oh, you Charlie Ward daddy. He was like, yeah. I was like, man, so Charlie Ward went to this school. He was like, yeah, you didn't know that. I said, no. Nah. <laughs> and so <laughs> since then I, I know that we were just at the school last week, but I can, you know, I, once we get off, I'll get your address whatever. I'll send you some, cause you know, Walmart's, Full of Florida State stuff here, and my old two guys I work with back home always hit me up around Christmas. Like, hey, just send me some Florida State stuff, and I put it in a box and send it to them. Be like cups and you know, list stuff you can put around the house like that. Nothing major, but if you're a fan, I, I'll be more than willing to do that for you. Yes, yes, because I like Miami. I'm so disappointed, and then I got to look into the comments, and almost as worse as Yolanda's a Gators fan, like. <laughs> never listen. Never trust a, a Florida Gator wide receiver ever. Wait, 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 wait. Jacquez Green, Green is my guy. Oh, Jacquez okay. Green is my guy. Oh, okay. He, 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 that's my guy. He may be a good dude, but never trust them dudes in the NFL. <laughs> and this, this right here is also my guy, though. Peter Ward. Peter Ward. So disappointing. So disappointing. Ahead of his time. So right, disappointing. Right. He had that one good year in Cincinnati, then went to Seattle. So disappointing. Hey, we talking about college career. His college career was dope. I know, but yeah. Mike, go with the DBs, Mike. I think it's on you. You and Chris, I think, are left on the DBs. I think. Did did, did you go B? Uh, no. Nah. I meant to come. You didn't. No, you go because I was because I had been kind of yeah. I'll, 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 keep it, I'll keep it. I'll keep it real quick. Uh, they were outstanding. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you got just. You know, I, I know that the, the Cincinnati offense hasn't been what it was last year, but you, you're still talking about great talents in, in Jamar Chase, even Tyler Boyd. You know, I mean, hate Hayden Hurst gave us more work, though. But that's all right, though. That's okay. That's okay. He was a, he was a little pumped up for the for the revenge game. That's all right. Uh, but no, they they played outstanding. Uh, best game that they that they've had. Unfortunate about Marcus Williams. Hopefully, he he's back soon. But yeah, I mean, they're starting to look like the unit we thought they would be uh, preseason. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Man, game ball to MP. That dude, he was out there. He was balling from yep. from start to finish. MP ball, and I think I seen the snap count. I think he played every snap as well. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. So, man. That look, his read. That dude is so smart, man. His mm-hmm. read on that, on that, on that end around was, I mean, I, I think that was a huge play right there as well. That's one. That's one the game, the momentum of the game as well. So shout out to MP. Um, you know, I agree. Everybody else, they played well. It sucks that we lost Williams. Um, but you know what? It's time for these casters. So it's yep. it's time for the young boy to step up. Um, Got to. You know, I and, and and then I don't want to leave out Chuck. I think Chuck played solid. Um, he played solid yesterday. Chuck, Chuck been solid for the year for the most yeah, part. Yeah, he, he I, been, I don't find myself saying, "What are you doing, Chuck?" Or right, you know, I, and I know members saying it specifically a lot last year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, for sure. Chuck so, got a point to prove. 
Chuck, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and they, I think they kind of rewarded him. They reworked his deal. You know, he made it. He made. He making a little bit more cake for, for uh, to keep him quiet as he after got they mad. Publicly embarrassed him. Yeah, after he got mad with they some hush money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But um. But yeah, man, they they played they played well. Yo, uh, shout out to Pepe too. Now, mm-hmm. and Brandon Stevens was not hurt, right? So they put that young boy in there to see what he could do. Yeah, now, I do have a theory. Why though? You would you like to hear it? Sure, yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I think they they let Pepe run that slide because now they're gonna have those other three guys try to replace Marcus. Yeah, I push agree. push push Stevens back there. You got Kyle and you got um, Gino. Gino. So it's going to be like a three. Whichever one of you three can win this spot and, and you go for it. Can, they, can let Pepe play that nickel. Yeah. Now, I, I do I, love this tackling. I, I almost rather see Stevens at safety, to be honest. You know, instead of him being in a slot, I'd rather him back there to see what they're going to But they, they are going to have to do some type of. Uh, three three hitted monster to try to replace Marcus because he was balling, man. Mm-hmm. And he and he held us down for the first couple of weeks as well. So it's a huge loss, but um, yeah, man, a plus for me on that group. Yeah, I'd like Chris. to see them put uh, Steven somewhere and just leave him and let him learn how to play a position. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But unfortunately, with all the injuries we keep having, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. the healthy guy yeah. got to try to bounce around and feel spots. But I think that's I'm part. Just... Of, I think that's stunting his development, though. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put him at running back last year. Oh, <laughs> and you know what? That's, they should have. Why not? You know? With the old cats we had. Yeah. 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 Chris, Chris, go ahead with the uh, DBs. If you you haven't been yet, right? No, no, not yet. Uh, I, I'm with everybody, man. Uh, you know, they were the tone setters across the board. You know, they, you know, they had a point to prove after last year, and and you know, you could see it in Marlowe's play. Um, and you know, we go from the you know before the game where we're not even sure MP's going to play. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and he balls. You know, what? he's the, the tone setter. You know, that – that and but that Philly special dumb thing that they tried to do, he oh, blew that up, man. What, what's Tyler Boyd thinking? Like, <laughs> Tyler Boyd just stopped. Like, if it was two-hand touch, he was like, right, right. you got me. And he was like, nah. nah. You, you, uh, you asked what was Tyler Boyd thinking. So once we finish, I, I, I explain what Tyler Boyd thinking. His video just sitting there waiting for us to finish. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and let Cat the bag. My my first video is about uh, Peters. Oh, it's just okay. it's sitting in the cut. Once we finish, I, I publish it. But it's it. I I think the longest I spend is on that play talking about what's going on. And he he had options, but they were covered in black. All yeah. of them. Every yeah. option he could have thought he had was covered in black. The best thing he could have did was threw that ball away. But I think he didn't know if he was inside the tackle. He did. He looked confused, yeah. like he didn't know where he, he was, did, yeah. and he didn't want to get a penalty. So he was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna take the hit." Because and because yeah. nobody was open, so and I guess him because wasn't he a quarterback in college? In high school. In high school. Okay, that's that's why. But he, Juice Man, played it perfectly. Played it perfectly. Yeah. Nobody who, went for the real was, fakes. Yeah. Who was that? That took was that Gino that took uh, Burrow? I. Th- no, I don't think it was Gino. I think it was um, Stevens, maybe. It was okay. Stevens or Gino because the crosser, Marlon and Pepe had the crosser. And so nobody else was – I mean, they had a double team, and then somebody they had a tight end going in the other direction, and Marlon did a good job of not being picked off by that, mm-hmm. that mesh. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, they, they was all covered in black. But you'll see it. You'll see it. Um, 
But my thing about the, the DVDs is when I was watching this with Mal- Marcus Peters, they did a great job of disguising stuff. Mm-hmm. They did a great job of playing situational football. They like when it was third and long, the jokers basically got to the sticks and didn't move. So so you run a quick out at the sticks, we're gonna jump. You running a, a um a comeback on third and eight, we sitting right here not waiting on. And then like they would they would be in some looks and then be off. But Peters himself would be way off. And as Joe Burrow starts his snap count, next thing you know, he right in the face. Or he right in the face, and as Joe Burrow starts his count, he's back. He they did a back, good job yeah. of mixing. So I, my shout out to Peters and McDonald because I've been harsh on McDonald for whatever the game plan was because they 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 did the damn thing with that holding them guys yeah. to, to to seventeen points and mixing them coverages up because even with the DBs we got with Peters and 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 um, Marlo, if we play one on one with them, they still gonna beat us. If we if we line up play one on one with with Chase and, and Boyd and even Hayden Hurts. Yeah. They still gonna beat us, but you got to play it sometime. But you just—they did a good job to me of mixing it up. So I, I'll give them a, a A. I get that group of A two, and which the leaders right in the coaching. Uh, my my two cents on McDonald. I think he did a good job. I think Roman is doing better. So I can't just just harp on him and say he's horrible. He's doing a better job. And uh, we'll go to Hendo next. Oh, um, yeah, I think uh, Roman is doing better. I think up until the point where he gets flustered. And he starts going back to normal habits. Aside from that, I think he's scripting good plays. I think he's trying to get people involved for the talent that he has instead of trying to fit the talent into his packages. Um, Mike McDonald, he's done a lot better job than he has in the past couple of weeks. I think that he may be coming into his own. He's just getting familiar with your personnel, getting people healthy, getting them around. Um, so I give coaching, I give coaching, I give him a B, B plus. But I would like to know what Harbaugh was thinking because. On some of them calls, you wanted to know if he wanted to go for that field goal. And when they panned into his face, he was looking like, I want to go for it. Right. But y'all ain't going to kill me on TV. <laughs> according, according to some people that were there, like at the whole stadium was talking about, kick it, kick it. <laughs> uh, Chris? Uh, yeah, I mean, hats off to them. Uh, you know, Mike McDonald, uh, I, I like what he did as far as, you know, just keeping those two safeties high. You know, let, let's not, you know, get beat by the, the, the big plays because those are the, the momentum changers. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've seen that throughout the NFL and you see it all throughout the NFL where people are going through those two high looks in order to minimize those big plays. And, you know, it's opening up, you know, the things in the run game and then the short, you know, short passing game as well. But I think they did well for the most part uh, tackling on those, you know, before the sticks, like you said, coach. And, um, with Roman, I, I thought he called a, a pretty good game too. Um, that that fourth down play was was beautiful. Uh, the one where uh, Lamar missed uh, Wallace, I, I thought that was a beautiful play because, like you said, Coach, he had um, I think he had Andrews underneath mm-hmm. right at he the did. first down marker, and he then uh, Tylen, you know, he had him deep. Which and then what you're expecting there is all right. Greg Roman is going to do what Greg Roman does. He's going to run into the teeth of the defense because that's what he usually does. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that, you know. He added a little bit of a wrinkle, and it caught it caught the Bengals off guard. And uh, I, I really like what what he did on that play, and uh, I thought he called a, a, a good game too. Hendo, I'm sorry, not Hendo. Uh, B. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have any criticism for the coaches this week. I mean, it was a it was a huge game for Baltimore. Uh, 
almost a must win must win game for them. Uh, you know, they they had to get off of that that losing streak at home and kind of shake off uh, their their bad performances from the, from the past few weeks. Uh, and I thought the coaching staff did a good job. The only thing, and I mentioned it earlier, is I want to see uh, Greg Roman keep his playmakers involved and not just have it be a, okay, this is what I came up with, you know, from, from Tuesday to, to Saturday. And then <laughs> now I don't know how to keep doing it. Uh, but, you know, and, and specifically, obviously talking about Duvernay, right. Mm-hmm. He, he was making plays. You got to keep him involved all four quarters, but outside sure. of that, I, I think they, they did a good job. Jose. Yeah. Just add to what B said. I, I think this is the limitation of great Roman though. Like it's the adjustments part, right? Like he's, mm-hmm. he's drawn up some, some good schemes and everything, but once those scripts run out, it's kind of like, well, you know, this is what I do. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think that's something he can change necessarily, but that is something that we can overcome is if we execute well, um, you know, the talent, you know, unfortunately, I'm not sure what moves we, we can make to, to bring in more talent. But those are the things that if we have more talent, it's not as big of a deal. But no, overall, like no, he, he's 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 doing a pretty good job. I haven't had anything really bad to say about him so far this season. Uh, you know, everybody's gonna have some criticisms here and there, but he hasn't mm-hmm. done an awful job. Uh, Mike McDonald has done a much better job since that that Dolphins game. My goodness. <laughs> um, so he, like I, like I had a temper too. He's a rookie too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to me, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think that's an excuse for for coaches. You, you shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, He's been an assistant for a while, coach. He has. When, when, you, when you have it's, better it's candidates, different. It's, it's different when when you are the guy making the call. It's one thing to sit back and be the position guy. Oh, I agree. Before, I'm not even for the whole thing. No, no, I agree. I'm just saying when there's better candidates available, um, and you you decide to to mm. give it to a friend of the family, I don't want to yeah. hear any excuses about oh well, I'm learning on the job. This oh, yeah, same. Okay, that's unacceptable that's, to me. Yeah. It's that it's not on Mike McDonald. It's on you know. The system. On, the yes, higher. yes, yes, the exactly, higher, yeah. exactly. But no, no, look, uh, excellent play call. And like I said, man, like I, I just want to see what they do next week. I think they're starting to learn out of necessity because players are hurt and you know we're not full full strength and you know not that that talented. I think I think they understand that we have to play a lot like what Bill Belichick does: take what mm-hmm. they give us and take away what they do best. Yeah. Right. That that's what I'm seeing uh, the last two weeks. Even though we didn't get that win against the Bills, mm-hmm. uh Josh Allen did not have a good game. Stefan Diggs did not go off. Um, and we were in position to win that game. And that's exactly what they did last night. Um, hey, we'll let you run the ball. You, you you're not going to run it. You can, but you're not going to run it. You want to you want Jamar Chase to go off, and we're not gonna let that happen. And that's what threw them off the game. Next week, I want to see them take Saquon out the game. And force mm-hmm. Daniel Jones to throw the ball. Daniel Jones is looking awful. <laughs> he, he's looking awful. Force him to try to make a play, and I think that would that would do well for our defense. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we keep it going. Mike, yeah, man, uh, no real criticism. I, I I will say that you know, <laughs> Hards kind of looked like. Oh, that second fourth down, he kind of looked <laughs> like. God, y'all gonna put me in this position again? <laughs> Like, come on, man. Like, he, he, and you can even see he looked at the ref like, man, go look at, he wanted him to, to check that spot. And that ref mm-hmm. was like, nah. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> this he, is he, your moment, John. <laughs> yeah, he, he wanted some time, some more time to think this through. But, um, 
you know, overall, man, they 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 did well. Uh, I think I think Mike McDonald is is starting to to settle down, settle in. Um, you could tell in the last few weeks. I, I think I think I seen a, a tweet from you, coach, saying, "Wait, we gave up twenty three points on those dudes, right?" After seeing what they was what they did to Pittsburgh this week, so I mean, to give up twenty three points to that offense, to give up seventeen this week to this offense, um, I think they settling in, right? Um, mm-hmm. So. You know, he, he he seemed to be headed and trending in the right direction. And uh, Roman, you know, one thing, look, I, I want to give him props on when it was money time, he went back to the money, right? Mm-hmm. And that was, hey, put that ball in eight's hand. Look, let's do, let's, 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 whatever we got to do, mm-hmm. let him, let us, let him get us, get him there. And it reminded me of last year where, um, you know, I actually was at the game when when they played Kansas City primetime, and it came down to that last drive, and it actually they actually went for it on the fourth and two, I think, in that game, and they put the ball in A's hands because he knew, listen, if we're gonna win this game, that's the only way we're gonna do it. So they went back to money time. So I give him I give him credit for for that as well yesterday. So yeah, overall, man, I think they did well. I think, uh, and I, somebody uses this term on here a lot. I don't remember who it is. We had we were good in situational footballs. F, F, two, good in situational football. Two situations that stand out to me is when they were first and goal from like the two, they didn't score. That the, 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 the series that involved the Philly special, and then when we were down one, we did what was necessary. Like you just finished talking about Mike to get in you know range. We were those two situations to me won us the game. Mm-hmm. Won us the game. And the fact that we took points and just didn't leave points on the board, we were able to not have to score a touchdown on that drive, which is a lot less stressful than having to go down and get six. Yeah. yeah. So and, I, and I, I think I think to to B's point as well, where he said it was almost almost a must win game. I think I think they made it a must win game, right? Giving up the lead again. They could not have gone another week with giving up a lead in this game just for the psyche of the players i think they needed to win once it got to that point i think they it was like all right look we got to pull this off but um ultimately they did it man and i think the players buckled down i think the coaches kind of they kind of settled down you know i think john <laughs> i think john sat back a little bit it was like all right look man. <laughs> i do have i do have the the best kicker in the world right the best kicker ever. Like, let's go ahead and let's see what we can do with this. So, I saw a stat that says the kick that Tucker made was so straight. If the goal line was like a half an inch wider than the, the actual football, it still would have been right down the middle. That's how. That's how right down the middle that kick. That's was. crazy, man. That dude's so special, man. Ain't he? And the fact that, like, when he kicked that first one, like fifty some yards, he looked on the side. I was like. Right. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? It is funny watching him doing the game in those plays because like when it when it's fourth is short or fourth whatever, and it don't matter how far it is, you see him run right by the coach or he starts running <laughs> like he about to run on the field. No, he, he no. said he goes on the field. Yeah, he wanna be seen. He, yeah, he said it. He said I make sure the coach can see me in those plays mm-hmm. in those times. So yeah, man, it look like Lamar said. Thank goodness he with us. Exactly, exactly. We just got to use him. He got. He has to be considered a weapon like everybody else. He got to yeah. be. So, uh, I think that's about it. We got everybody. You know, we we don't have to go into. We don't have to go as hard when we win. 
No, right. so, <laughs> uh, we can wrap this thing up, but we can catch the end of the game. I don't know what court is in, but we can catch the end this time. Uh, so let's, let's do this. Let me get this off. I uh, appreciate everybody that came through, that super chatted. Uh, any new members that went through, I didn't see any. Anybody uh, that did any kind of donations or contributions, I'll get that up on tomorrow's uh, video. I'll put it in the video. You'll be featured. Um, just thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for my guests for coming through. And um, we'll do the outro and we'll get this loaded for the podcast. For those that weren't able to be here live or want to listen to it on your commute to work or while you're at your desk tomorrow or while you're on the block, wherever you go, wherever you work at, uh, I load this up and it'll be episode, I think, 33 or 34 of the Sip the Tally podcast. And um, it's just us talking football and you can share it and I'll get it out as soon as I can. I'll, I'll uh, put it on Twitter and, and these guys will retweet it and we'll go from there. So uh, make sure you tune in to all their stuff, which is coming up later on in the week. And I'm going to let them let you know when it's coming and what's coming. Right, Chris, you go first. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Chris Just Joking. Um, also uh, on the Deep Cover Pod, uh, you can find us on YouTube and uh, also on podcasts uh, with uh, my co-host Kerry Stevenson and uh, Michael Crawford. Hit up. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at our gatekeepers. You can also find me on Facebook at Ravens on gatekeepers. And every Sunday evening at 7 p.m., I do a game recap on Ravens online, Ravens online on gatekeeper on YouTube. Uh, OTR Mike, just that man, OTR Mike on Twitter, OTR underscore Mike on Instagram, and I think TikTok. Yeah, that's what them young guys be on TikTok. <laughs> it's OTR Mike underscore man. Check that out. Follow me, man. One Mike, hold up. Open, open mic, mic. Open mic. I got. I must got to talk to Mike uh, of, of the one mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but open mic, man, is coming, man. We got a couple. We got one in the chamber, but we got a couple mm-hmm. more. We got to get ready. Um, and then my man Jose got the shirt on. That's Ring Kings Podcast. That's the best boxing podcast out there. Thanks and it's for everybody. If you are subscribed, go ahead and do that because we got a little bit of everything for all of you guys. Uh, I have a request. I would like to be on open mic. For sure. Oh, come on, man. That was already everybody on this screen will be on there. Trust me. Gotcha. It's, gotcha. Gotcha. it's in the works. It's in the works. Uh, Jose and B. Yeah. All right. Look, we are the lunch break hot take. We do a live show every Wednesday night at 7 15 p.m. Eastern time, followed by the overtime show for the patrons right after that. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT Show. And like Mikey mentioned, uh, we do a boxing podcast, uh, a Ring Kings podcast. We do a a video slash audio podcast every Monday now. We put that out uh, around lunchtime. So, um, you know, check that out. And um, you can follow us at the same places uh, at Ring Kings Pod, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Twitter. Yeah, and if you are a uh, audio podcast listener, oh, yeah. uh, you know Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever you're at, uh, you know, leave us a, a five star review if you enjoy yeah. the show. It helps with the discoverability and everything with the with the audio podcast. This show too, this 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 yes. Ravens Roundtable, Sip to Tally, all his his stuff. Make make sure you're leaving that five star. Leave a comment. That all that stuff helps helps yep. us out. So every every little bell helps, and I think. I'm not sure how you guys load y'all, but I load mine through um, 
SoundCloud. And so mm-hmm. if you on SoundCloud, you can see the Sip and Tell it podcast there too. That's how my RSS feed runs through Apple. So if you're on SoundCloud, if you're on Apple Podcasts, um, and I think it may even still be on Anchor. I used to use Anchor, so I had to check and see. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Anchor. So Anchor is you can do a podcast on your phone. Yeah. And then you can you can you can be in a room with somebody or whatever, however you do it, and then you upload it to Anchor. And then Anchor has a, a program that can go to all the different ones. It'll go to yeah. Apple, it'll go to wherever the, the podcast thing is. And I don't know if it's still running, but when I was deep into my <laughs> podcast, that's that's what I was I was using that also. I was getting it by any means necessary. <laughs> so last and not least, I'm gonna go out with this right here. I you know, I got a request to mention these again. Uh Hive Life Shades, and I know, you know, gift season is coming up. It's coming up. All five of y'all, y'all got, you know, may have a significant other in your life, may have a brother, may have a cousin, may have a sister, may have a mom. The perfect compliment to every outfit is a pair of shades. So Hive Life, I'll put that link in the comment section. Uh, I thank them guys for being a sponsor. Um, matter of fact, I was with them in Atlanta at the Braves game, and you know, I met the, I met nice. the other partner. So, you know, they, they good to us. They good to me. They good to my wife. And that definitely be good to y'all. So if you go to the website, put in sip the tally in the this disco um, box, you get 10% discount on. So make sure you do that. Christmas time coming. Black Can't Friday coming, all that. Make sure you do that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So on that note, we're going to close out. Enjoy the week. Uh, enjoy what's left of Victory Monday because now it's on to Wink and the Blitz and Giants. And um, hopefully we'll have some fun. Mm-hmm. Sir, peace out. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but y'all chose to be here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's.